Hey friends, and welcome back to another episode of Weekly. Glad to be back on track this week and uh, getting back in the swing of things. We are recovered from the sickness and uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, knock on wood, hopefully everything is back to normal and uh, whatever that means, whatever normal is, I'm not exactly sure what that even means, but uh, no one is sick at our house this week, so it's a good week. I'll take it. Um, Before we get started today, I do want to mention one quick thing, and that is that I have created a Facebook page for Weekly, so you can um, connect with me there if you're on Facebook. If you want to go and like that page, I'll post information about that on the Weekly page. Um, If we ever do any video updates or any other things that are interesting, share articles, things like that, you can find all that on the Facebook page. So if you go to facebook.com slash weekly podcast, WKRY podcast, you can find all that information about weekly on that page. I felt bad for only using my Facebook to basically share information about the podcast. So I decided to make a page and not clog everyone's newsfeed with all things weekly every week. If you want that information, you can like it. You can subscribe to the page, get all that information. If not, don't worry about it or just keep listening to the podcast and you'll be ready. So there you go. So I'm really excited about this week's episode, and it's one I've been wanting to do for a while, and um, I just needed a good title. And I was in the shower a few days ago. Do you ever get good ideas in the shower? I do. Or when I'm driving, or really anywhere that I can't write it down immediately. You know, your mind's wandering. You're thinking about something else, and then all of a sudden you're like, ah. There it is. And so, uh, without further ado, here's this week's episode titled, To Tweet or Not to Tweet. If you were to get online and do a quick Google search of something like people fired for social media content or people getting in trouble because of things they tweeted, you would find uh, literally dozens of articles. And in those articles, each have dozens of people who have been fired for various reasons for things that they have said online, right? Um, They're mad about something, they tweet about it. They make a very terrible remarks about uh, a group of people. They say something very racist or uh, degrading and they get in trouble for that because the whole world can see that. Now, one of the most memorable in my mind is from a lady named Justine Sacco. Now, this was in December of 2013, right? So this was several years ago, um, back when Twitter was more popular than it is now, right? Twitter's, if you didn't know, Twitter's sort of in this weird confusing spiral and people don't know if some, if Google's going to buy Twitter or someone's going to buy Twitter. Anyways, back then, this was three years ago, Twitter was in its heyday and Justine is at the airport. She's getting ready to get on a plane and before she boards the plane, she tweets this, going to Africa, hope I don't get AIDS. Just kidding. I'm white. Oh, not, not okay. Not good. Not factual and racist. So she tweets this, turns off her phone, gets on the plane. While she is on this flight to Africa, people are retweeting her. They are commenting. They are talking about this. She uh, becomes a trending topic on Twitter. Everyone is talking about this, and they are outraged, right? And rightfully so. It's not okay to say. But she has no idea because she's on a plane, and her phone is off. And this was back before like you could 
have your phone on and use Wi-Fi. There probably wasn't even Wi-Fi on the plane. So she does not know. She lands in Africa, turns her phone back on. Uh-oh. <laughs> she is now a uh, worldwide trending topic on Twitter for her terrible comment. She hasn't commented again because she doesn't know. And she gets fired from her job. Like, could you imagine saying something, getting on a plane, riding to Africa, getting off that plane, realizing that you are a worldwide trending topic, and uh, losing your job because of something that you tweeted? Now, do you think that before she tweeted that, she thought, I'm going to say this, and I'm probably going to lose my job about it? Probably not. I don't think she put that much thought into what she said. But maybe she should have, right? Maybe she should have considered what she was saying before she put it out there for the world to see. Maybe we all should consider that before we put anything out there. Am I okay? Am I really okay with anyone in the world reading this comment, seeing this picture, watching this video of me or about me? Am I okay with this? Because the truth is, that's what's happening. We are putting things into the world and... Once you put it out there, you have lost control. And even if you think, oh, this is uh, private, this is you know not going to be shared, um, people can find it. Like on Facebook, if you delete a photo or a video or something um, that you've uploaded to Facebook, in their information, they will tell you it could take a long time for it to actually clear off of all of our servers, right? Because Facebook is backing up all their data on multiple servers and multiple things, and it's getting processed a bunch of different directions. And so just because you delete something doesn't mean that it's gone. In fact, it could take months for it to actually cycle off all of their servers. So just because you delete something that you've posted doesn't mean that it's completely gone. Here's some statistics for you about uh, social media and things on the internet. Every minute, Google receives over 4 million search queries. Facebook users share 2,400,000 pieces of content. Twitter users tweet 277,000 times. Instagram users post 216,000 new photos. This is every single minute. Now, this is, this is really the kicker for me. Every minute of time, YouTube users upload 72 hours of new video. So every minute, 72 hours worth of footage gets uploaded to YouTube. That's insane. We are sharing an unwatchable amount of content on YouTube, right? Like, okay, so you watch one video of one minute of video on YouTube, and now you're 71 hours and 59 minutes behind. And by the time you watch another minute of something, now you're 150 hours behind. And that just keeps growing every minute, 70 more hours, like 70 more hours. And the time that we've spent talking about videos on YouTube, 70 hours of content has been uploaded. And what's crazy about all of this, all of the sharing and posting and tweeting and videos and photos and all this stuff online, we are all sharing this stuff for free because we want to. We don't have to. No one's making us. We just think about things and post them. We take pictures and we share them. We make videos and we do it. We do Facebook Live events and they're there. And we're just putting so much information out there 
But thanks to companies like Google and search engines and other ways of documenting the internet, people can find all of it. So even though there's 70 hours of content uploaded every minute to YouTube and 200,000 photos uploaded every minute on Instagram, you can find them. You can find people. You can find the tags that you use for your photos. You can search by location. Pretty much everything online is searchable in some way or another. So people can find you unless you make everything so private that you have to be verified by the user to see your stuff. It's out there. It's not that hard to find. And it's not going to become less difficult to find. It's just going to become easier and easier and easier and more integrated into our life. So where do we go from here, right? It's not a secret. You didn't hear this episode and think, oh, suddenly I should care about what I tweet because I could get in trouble for that. And it seems like there are some people who can't get in trouble for what they tweet, mainly our president. But I would submit to you that he is an exception to that rule, not the norm. Um, I don't think anyone else can say the things that he says and get away with them. So uh, lest you think that you should follow his example, uh, I would caution you to not do that. To not get up at 3 a.m. or 6 a.m. or really any time and say whatever is on your mind. Whether it's true or false or alternative facts or real facts, we should be careful and cautious about what we post online. Now, I am thankful that I got to grow into this digital age of web 2.0 social media um, when I did, when I was in college, when I was in high school, uh, I had MySpace. Some of you don't even know what MySpace is, or you've just heard about MySpace. But when I was in uh, probably 11th grade, junior, senior in high school, MySpace came out, and I had an email address, and I had a MySpace page, and had like 12 friends, and it was spectacular. And I spent hours designing this custom, gosh, I wish I had like a screenshot or a picture of what it looked like. I'm sure it was horrible looking by any standard today, but I was pumped about it. And I spent hours of time on MySpace crafting my favorite friends list and my favorite songs and my favorite, oh gosh, bless. And then um, Facebook, like when I started using Facebook, we had to have a college email address to even have a Facebook. You couldn't just use any email address. You had to go to a college. And so I got to grow into social media. I got to take the... um, the early adoption route in a lot of ways. And I got to learn some stuff. And thanks to TimeHop, right? If you listen to my last episode, when we talked about uh, milestones and markers. We talked about TimeHop and um, how fun TimeHop can be. But also TimeHop is uh, humiliating because I'm reading tweets and Facebook things from eight, nine years ago now. And I'm like, oh, I'm so thankful that no one knew me back then, right? Because I was just so intelligent. I knew all of the things back then, or at least I thought that I did, because really I didn't. And I am thankful that I grew up and was able to, um, as a young adult, sort of learn the ins and outs of sharing things online and the consequences that come from speaking your mind too much. And so when I see those things on Time Hop and I kind of cringe a little bit like, oh, I can't believe I said that. Oh, gosh. It's a reminder of growth and movement and progress. And I'm glad that I'm still not in that same mindset and have a little bit of sense about me. Not that I have a lot of sense. Uh, Don't get me wrong, right? And there are plenty of drafts in my Twitter folder on my Twitter app and on my computer of things that I typed out and did not tweet. 
hear a few passages from the Bible that speak to uh, keeping watch over your tongue. And uh, I think in our world today that we can apply these things to uh, our thumbs and our fingers as we're typing and tweeting and sharing things. Here's what the Bible says. Proverbs 21, 23. Whoever keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps himself out of trouble. (laughs) Now, isn't that true? Whoever watches his mouth and his tongue keeps themselves out of trouble. That is some good advice that I think we all can take today. If you take nothing else away from this podcast, consider your tongue. Consider your mouth and watch it, (laughs) and you might just stay out of trouble. Proverbs 12, 18 There is one whose rash words are like sword thrusts, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Now, there's a picture for you. The words that you say, the things that you say, are like thrusting a sword at someone. Rash words, harsh language is literally jabbing someone. But the tongue of the wise brings healing. A well-timed word of encouragement brings healing and life to people. Our speech is capable of bringing blessing and cursing, just like a sword is capable of protecting and defending and also thrusting at people and making a royal mess and hurting people. Here's another one. James chapter 3, verse 5. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. How a great forest is set ablaze by such a small fire. That example is really fitting to what we're talking about, right? A great forest can be set ablaze by a small fire, by just the flick of a few embers. An uncontrolled word can send things into a spiral. Just like our friend Justine that we talked about at the beginning, right? She tweets one thing, gets on a plane, becomes a worldwide phenomenon. I remember reading on Twitter about this, like in real time. She didn't even have a Samsung Galaxy Note 7 that explodes. She just had an iPhone, lights the match, and sets the thing on fire. And all of us are one tweet, one post, one photo away from bringing some destruction into our life. And so to tweet or not to tweet That is a good question. That is a question that you should ask yourself, that I should ask myself every time that I pick up my phone. Is this profitable? Is it worth sharing? And if you have to pause, if you have to think about that for a split second, then you know the answer. It's no. But Proverbs says, whoever keeps his mouth and his tongue, whoever keeps rain on those things, keeps himself out of trouble. So here's to less trouble in 2017. Here's to less unnecessary trouble. Now, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't speak up for what is true and what is right. That doesn't mean that there's not a time for you to stand up for other people. But let's not blow our platform and our voice to stand up and speak truth in other people's lives by um, frivolously posting things and tweeting things and sharing things on Facebook that we shouldn't. So to tweet or not to tweet, it's a good question. See you next time. 
Weekly is a podcast that explores life, faith, and culture through meaningful conversations. New episodes are available each Tuesday. You can subscribe in iTunes or Stitcher or listen on SoundCloud. Just search for Weekly Podcast. That's W-K-L-Y. You can also follow Weekly on Twitter at W-K-L-Y underscore pod or send an email to weeklypodcast at gmail.com.